0: The holy gospel according to Matthew the 5th chapter Jesus said to the disciples You have heard that it was said of those of ancient times You shall not murder and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment But I say to you, if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way to court with him, or your accuser may hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. It was also said, Whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife except on the ground of unchastity causes her to commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not swear falsely, but carry out the vows you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, Do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. This is the gospel of the Lord.
1: Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all, from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's begin this morning with a simple message. Our relationships matter to God. God cares deeply and passionately about how we treat each other, because God loves each of us and all of us so very much. Relationships matter to God. For instance, in the Ten Commandments, the first part is about our relationship with God, and the second part is about our relationship with our neighbor. How do we honor, respect, and care for those around us? By doing our best, and granted often failing, to live by the great teachings of the commandments that God gave us. Today, Jesus encourages us to imagine what it would be like to live in a world where we honor each other as persons who are beloved by God. And he does that by re-examining the commandments. He does not discount them. Rather, he intensifies and internalizes them. Four times today, he says, You have heard it said, but I say to you, in each case, about murder, adultery, divorce, and oaths, all about how we treat each other, he goes beyond the letter of the law to what is in our human hearts. So, he says, not murdering someone is not enough. We should also treat each other with respect And that means not making anger with someone into a lifestyle, not speaking hateful words or insults to other people, not allowing problems in relationships to remain unreconciled. He says, just not physically committing adultery is not enough. We should also not objectify anyone by looking on them as a means to satisfy our own unwholesome desires and into a culture where it was very easy for a man to divorce his wife, Jesus said, it's not enough to follow the letter of the law regarding divorce. We should not treat anyone as disposable, and we should make sure that the most vulnerable in that culture that often meant women and children are protected and provided for, not discarded. His words here are often used to condemn but they are meant to protect. And finally, it is not enough to keep ourselves from swearing falsely or lying to others. No, in all of our dealings with everyone, at all times, we should speak truthfully so that we don't need to make oaths at all. And then, that language in the reading about tearing out your eyes and cutting off your hands and being thrown into hell is another way of Jesus saying this is really important to God. These words of Jesus are not about God on high with a clipboard, your name at the top of the page, a list of commandments below, and God checking off, yes, he did that one, or "Mm -mm, no, he didn't do that one. The picture here is not of God being interested in us keeping the law for the sake of the law but rather caring that we keep the law for our sake because God loves us so much. The picture of the law here is one of us seeing one another as God sees us and holding each other's welfare close to our hearts. When you were a child, your parents made rules for you. Parents, you make rules for your children, grandparents for your grandchildren. Maybe there are rules like don't play in the street. Or in my case as a farm kid, don't try to get apples from the tree in the middle of the bullpen because that bad-tempered bull is way faster than you are. That should have been an obvious rule, but they were really good apples and ooh, is it tempting to try. Or rules like don't say mean things to each other, be home by a certain time on a school night, limit social media time, Or one of my favorites as a child, from my mom who believed in education, if you're doing your homework, you don't have to do the supper dishes. I did a lot of homework. (laughs) Even though we or our children chafe against having rules, they are meant to protect us and help us have a better life and a better future and better relationships than we would have without them. But we know that following the rules does not earn us a place in heaven. Did you happen to notice last week that Jesus said that those who break the law will be the least in the kingdom of heaven, and those who keep the law will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? But whether you keep it or break it, you're still in the kingdom. Obeying the commandments is not a way we earn God's favor or love. We have already been given God's favor and love as a pure and sheer gift. Instead, Luther and the Reformers stressed that the commandments are the precious gift of an adoring parent given to beloved children, urging us to treat each other well. Our relationships, how we treat each other, what is in our hearts for one another, our honoring, and respecting each other our efforts to be reconciled with one another our truth-telling everything that goes into loving one another in short our relationships are important to our god who loves us all and wants us to be in loving community together with all this in mind i would like to invite you to do two things this week first I invite you to call to mind one of the relationships in your life that is most important to you, one that is healthy and whole and good, one that sustains you, one that makes your life better. Think about what makes that a good relationship, about why it's so important to you, and then give God thanks for that person and the relationship you share. And why not let that person know that you are giving thanks to God for them? That might be a lovely conversation. Second, I invite you to call to mind another relationship that's important to you, but one that isn't going well, that has suffered some damage. You don't need to figure out who's to blame for the hurt, but just lift that person up to God in prayer. Offer that hurting relationship to God. And invite God's help and healing. Listen for God's guidance and think about what action you can take to move that relationship toward healing. How does that sound? Will you try to do that this week? I hope you will. My friends, God loves us unconditionally and for all time. And wants the best for us in our relationships. And that is a beautiful thing. May God bless you and your loved ones. May God bless our church and God's church on earth with human and divine love. In the name of Jesus, amen.